Macworld Podcast, episode 576 for October 5th, 2017. Hello and welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm senior editor Roman Loyola. I'm here with Macworld's managing editor, Leah Yamshan. Hello. And in Massachusetts. Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> I am never going to get that right. We were in Massachusetts last week. I am never going to get that right. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, Macworld staff writer Michael Simon. Hello, Michael. Hello. And producing pr- behind the desk, producing today, producing us today is uh, our producer, Adam. Hello, Adam. Hey, that's me, Adam that's Patrick Adam. Murray. I'm so. in for the uh, the uh, beautiful and illustrious Dan Masaoka. Yeah, he's out uh, today. Yeah. So, but we're here with Adam. Yeah, here I am. So, and we're live on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, so, thank you for joining us. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. And Adam is monitoring those social sites, so he will chime in with your questions and comments whenever you have them. So, please let us know. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, the iPhone 8. We're going to talk about the Apple Watch Series 3. And then we're going to talk about an event that Google had yesterday. So, we're going to start off with the iPhone 8. In particular, today we posted Leia's review of the iPhone 8. She's been working very hard (laughs) since she got the phones. It's a great review. Oh, thank you. It's a terrific review. Please check it out if you haven't, if you're still making a decision on buying an iPhone. uh, Leia has some very helpful information that you will need. So, Leia, the iPhone 8, what is your overall. I was tr- trying to think of a more specific question, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if I have, let's say I have an iPhone seven, okay, and I'm trying to decide between the iPhone eight and the iPhone ten. Yeah, that's the thousand dollar question. Actually, yes. I think what we can do is go over all of the past iPhones and say, should I upgrade? Yes or no? So and which one an, should I do? So I, mean, I have the original iPhone. <laughs> Should I upgrade to the iPhone 8? We'll start there. Or the 10. No. Or the 10. If you have the original iPhone, do not go for the 10 because there's going to be so much going on, you're not even going to know what to do with the 10. Like, stick with the 8. It at least go still has like... Go buy a 3GS like, on Go buy a 3GS. Just like slowly work your way up so that you're not like having, you know... You need to acclimate yourself. You too. You know, like... They always say, like, jump right into a pool to adjust to the water. I'm going to suggest, like, dipping a toe in and then a foot and going slowly that way. No. Um, I, I, I think the iPhone X is going to be hard for us, too. I mean, it's it's a pretty big change. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I mean, these phones were kind of hard to review just because we know that there's something else coming. So it's like, I tried my best to just review these phones for what they actually are and taking, trying to take a look at them as like the next step up from the seven. But then as I was doing that, it's like, it seems boring if you just leave the 10 out of the equation, because if Mm -hmm. you're just, if this was like, if we didn't have the 10 and if i and if apple if apple released this product alone and they called it the iphone 7s it would be like awesome wow this was like a sizable s upgrade like it has the wireless charging it has the glass back it like has enough you know has the um the true tone display and the retina hd screen like that's a jump up from the 7 so it has enough newness to it that this would be a really exciting s release i think it's like more exciting than your average s but alone, it's not like 
if this came out and the 10 wasn't in the lineup and they called this the iPhone 8, it would be like, really? I mean, it looks the same. It will like, my cases will fit. It still has the bezels. It still has a lot of the things that we like come to like know and expect from the iPhone and all of these other Android manufacturers are like kind of doing some other things with their phones to like push the bar, you know, a bit um, or raise the bar, excuse me. Um, so yeah, these, these were, these were kind of a tough batch of phones to evaluate. Um, it, it is a definite step up from the seven, but I don't think it's enough of a jump up that if you have a seven and, and if it still works great, I don't think you need the eight. Um, if you're on the iPhone upgrade plan, um, like you might as well, I don't think the cost difference between the monthly plans for the seven and the eight, I don't think it's that much of a difference. So if you're eligible for an upgrade, you might as well trade it in and get this phone. But if you're deciding between the eight and the 10, you really just have to ask yourself like what it is that you like so much about your current phone. Um, Because there is something to be said for the familiarity of it. Like you can pick this phone up and you'll know, you know, exactly how it works. It still has the home button. It has a couple of like new exciting features that are going to be fun to like play around with, but there's no learning curve on it. And that's why so many people I think love the iPhone is because not to, you know, we say this so many times, but it, 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 you just pick it up and it just works. So, um, but if you're looking for something, if you're like feeling like you want something new, if you want a new experience in a phone without having to get an Android device, then the 10 is going to be for you. I think that's the best way to to sum it up. It's so hard to, as much as you want to review it in a vacuum, so to speak, Mm -hmm. it's really hard because this, because the iPhone X is such a significant different phone and you have to consider it. So maybe if price is a big consideration for you, maybe that makes it easier for you. Mm -hmm. There are also these rumors that uh, there could be an even longer delay in terms yeah. of the iPhone 10 shipping. So there was... Uh, They're saying the first round might not arrive till December. Till December. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. There's a report by a, yeah. by Brightwire, which yeah, I'm, not, Brightwire. I'm not familiar with them. So I don't know what mm-hmm. they said that there could be a delay. But we've been hearing all along, even before it launched, that the, you know, the reason why Apple didn't dive into OLED three years ago was because of yields, production yields. Yeah. It's... it's it's not easy to make these in mass the mass quantities that they need. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that I think Apple might have been a li- might be a little bit surprised as to people kind of waiting on the iPhone 8. I think they expected people to rush out and buy the 8 like they always do mm-hmm. and a small group of people like us who really are, you know, on the cutting edge of technology and want the latest and greatest stuff and don't mind paying $1000 for a phone are going to wait for the 10, but I think there's a lot of people who are waiting to see if a if they can get a ten and b it, maybe it is worth a thousand dollars maybe I don't mind spending that much. So well, and anecdotally, at least the people I know in my life, you know, like I, I was like, oh yeah, most people are just going to be like, you know, but people were angry about how expensive it was, and I was like, okay, well, I I bet the eight is just going to do great, and the ten will just be for the real diehards. But instead. Mm-hmm. I've, I, and I see this on the Android side too, where people are 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 angry that it's so expensive, but they still want the best. Yeah. yeah. So they're yeah, right. they're waiting yeah. for the best. Right. But you know, we think it's going to be 
the best. It's being touted as the best, but we haven't actually used it yet. Right, yeah, and it's getting rid of some major features. Like, you know, I said this in my review. We freaked out over the loss of the headphone jack last year. I still am. I, I, I still, yeah, I, I miss the headphone jack. I don't really use, like, lightning um based headphones i dongle yeah i i use the dongle if i'm using my wired headphones and i have you know i use my airpods the other time so when i'm using the airpods it doesn't bother me but when i go to plug in my stupid dongle and my like <laughs> you know it's uh it's a it's an it's an annoying adjustment um the home button yeah the this new gesture based like feature to replace the home button, it better be smooth. And I really hope mm-hmm. Apple does. I mean, I'm sure they will. When when you're turning your phone on, I'm sure there will be an instruction screen that will like tell you how to use these new gestures and everything. But um, yeah, that that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a hard one to get used to. I think Face ID will be really cool. Um, I think maybe the novelty of it will like wear off after a couple of months. But as long as it works well, um, I. Th- see that as being like an okay touch ID replacement, but I just think the home button for navigation, like people might have a hard right. time adjusting to that, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and if I could chime in real quick, uh, yeah. over on uh, on Twitter, uh, we have a Chris B 1967 He says yeah, he has a 6S right now. Yes. Though he's thinking of upgrading to the uh, the 8 Plus. Okay. Uh, and he's worried about, uh, you know, losing the, the AirPods. He, he thinks they're way too easy to lose and doesn't like those. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't had a, had that problem mm-hmm. and I'm pretty clumsy, but um <laughs> I mean, that's a That's a concern. That's yeah. a concern. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you they can do, buy I a mean, replacement one, yeah. but you know, yeah. that cost can build up. Mm-hmm. So. Uh and, and over on uh, uh the same place uh Paramonkey TV uh is uh asking is the processor for the X and uh, the eight are are they the same? Yes, it's yes. they are both going to use the A11 Bionic um, processor, and boy, is that thing fast! Wow, that was another, I didn't really talk about this. Uh, I talked about it in my review, but I haven't mentioned it here. Um, yeah, so it's last year's chip was called the uh, A10 Fusion, and then this year's chip is the A11 Bionic, and um, we ran some Geek- Geekbench speed tests, and it's significantly faster. Um, I, my iPhone, I have an iPhone seven plus and I broke the screen on it, uh, maybe like four months ago. And when I brought it in for a replacement, they just gave me a new phone. And since I got that phone, I think that was a refurb and it hasn't, it, it, I've had some problems with it. It's been a little Hmm. sluggish, Hmm. um, like apps kind of freeze a bit. So I did the Geekbench test on that phone. <laughs> like that phone was running really slowly. <laughs> so comparing it to the eight and eight plus was like, wow, these new phones are fast. So I looked at um, Geekbench kind of has like an aggregate like right. site so, where they say like, this is the average like pre- like speeds that you can expect from these phones. And even comparing the averages, which on average, the seven plus runs better than my personal seven plus. Um, but the eight and eight plus like both, just smoke the seven. So if you're on like a six S even like you'll notice the speed on, on the eight. Nice and snappy. Yeah. But you also found not just in the benchmarks in your, in terms of like, totally you can, you can tell in the speed, like touch ID. It's just like, boom, it's open. Like apps just load so quickly. Uh, They download really quickly. If your connection is 
nice and strong. Like I didn't experience any like freezing or kind of delay or any kind of stalling. Like everything was just so smooth. And um, you can tell the difference in display too. Like just the way that these apps look on on the new phones. Um, it's 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 great. So I'm hmm. glad that even though we don't have OLED on these phones and the iPhone 10 will have OLED, I'm glad that there has been some display improvements as well um, so that we're not kind of feeling yeah. left in the dust. So, well, so well, I'm, I'm thinking one of the, one of the, the, the advantages of moving to OLED, at least on the Android side is battery life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like how was the battery on these and you know, yeah. the, the 10, I mean, we can probably expect even better. De- like, definitely. I don't know the size difference, yeah. but... <laughs> Apple, Apple says two hours more, yeah, mm-hmm. so... Wow. Yeah, we'll and on these phones, Apple's saying that it's uh, comparable battery life to the 7 and 7 Plus. Again, since my 7 Plus has been having some issues, I have seen better battery life in mm. the 8 and 8 Plus, even in, on, like, full days of, of heavy use. Um, the Plus gets better battery life than the 8. Um but I typically, after days of like normal to heavy use, I still had a charge left at the end of the day um, where my 7 Plus was dead. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, Apple yeah, tends to, when it comes to specking out their battery life, they tend to understate, I think. So that people are pleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah I don't know if that's <laughs> that a purposeful nice. thing or if they're, the way they test battery mm-hmm. life is maybe more tortuous than people's everyday usage. That That's probably the wish. case. That probably makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish they would put so. a, like a 3,500 milliamp hour battery and get like a week of battery life. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me crazy that yeah. they're so optimized, but they're all, the batteries are small compared to yeah. Android phones yeah. because they can be because Apple have, controls the whole system and they don't need all that juice. Yeah. But... If they put a huge battery in, it would last for like a week. So the 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 difference I have in approach from the eight to the to the ten, the X, uh, is if you buy into the eight now, you're essentially buying the end, right? Mm. Going forward, they're probably not going to go with that design. It'll be all of the new design, That's a good right? Point. We don't know. It's we next year's going to be really interesting. I mean, that's a good that's a good theory. Yeah. Um, so I, I know some people like like Dan, the, the our our other producer. Uh, you know, he was like, he's on a five S, isn't that what he's on? You know, because he wants the smaller screen, smaller and he was like, you know, actually, I'm thinking of upgrading to a what was it, a six S, mm-hmm. specifically because it still had a headphone jack. Mm-hmm. You know, so like he, he's like, ah, I'm still like I'm struggling with wanting to keep these legacy features around, but also. He wants the newest thing, you know, and then we have some people in the chat like uh, Ben Spires. Uh, He says he's not upgrading his phone until he can't upgrade the the iOS version. You know, like I I think people are really hanging on to these phones, you know, and and keeping them around. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, you don't have to get a new phone. Yeah. I mean, they are a thousand dollars. There's no reason to run out and buy a new one. (laughs) It still works. You know, there's no reason to upgrade. Yeah. I, I think like most users probably do keep a phone around for at least two years like two iphone yeah. cycles and then when it it's when it's time to swap out then they figure figure yeah. out what's on the market there and that's true like you don't have to pick between the 8 8 plus or 10 like the 7 is still available the 7 is still a great phone the success is uh like remarkably priced down so if you want the headphone jack success is a good phone too and the, the se is still around isn't se it? is still yeah. around um that one hasn't been yeah, it's a couple years now it's a couple years now 
Um, it's, it's the only small option. Though. It is the only small option. I mean, I don't know. I don't think the jump between the SE and the 6S is that, or the 8, like that size to me it wasn't well if dan crazy. were here i'm gonna channel dan <laughs> okay, uh, well. he he would argue that uh <laughs> at the time it was a big deal yeah now we look back now and it's not so much but when it when they made that change and the six came out it was big yeah <laughs> comparatively when the six came out that was the first year that we had a plus option and i was like <laughs> yes because i had been waiting for a big yeah. phone for ever <laughs> Um, so I've had a plus ever since the six and I've upgraded my phone every year and (laughs) testing the eight was really funny at first. I was like, this thing is so small. (laughs) And then I got used to it. And then I went to the eight plus and was like, oh, this phone is huge. Like, Like, yeah. So I don't know. But now I'm back with a plus as my daily driver. And I'm like, nope, this is the best size. (laughs) I went, I went from the, from the note eight to an iPhone six. And it was like, I I, I needed, I needed to to lie down. (laughs) (laughs) So one interesting feature that I've noticed on the, the Android side, um, there are some people who actually miss bezels. Some people who oh. are like, wait, why are people so excited right. about a bezel-less future? Mm-hmm. Because they like being able to put their thumbs on the sides. Even yeah. Dan has, mm-hmm. has mentioned that too. Yeah. I mean, I guess, could you see a possibility of in the it going forward they'll have a bezel feature and a in and uh, and you know and a full edge to edge? I mean, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but at the Google Pixel event, they had one that had bezels and one that didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Could uh, maybe they keep around both options? I maybe, uh, yeah. I think uh, when the ten comes out, I could see Apple like I don't know. Not that Apple really like takes its like public feedback into consideration, but right now <laughs> one of the you know uh, on blast. I'm just saying like they people hated the headphone jack and they've like disappearing and they've like you know doubled down on that. <laughs> but um, with the ten, you have the. Uh, the camera notch at the top and that's going to drive a lot of people crazy. And if you had a little bezel up there, like it would just be just a little bit, you know, a a flat thing. So, I mean, there is a, there is a case like there are pros to having bezels for those reasons. I don't really mind having bezels on the iPhone probably because I, I'm just so used to them. Do you Um, think you're going to miss them uh, once they're gone? Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Roman. What, sure. what about you? Uh, you have larger hands, like I do. I, you know, do you, do you feel like, oh man, it's it'd be nice to to still have a place to hold on to the front? Well, I think what's going to happen is I'm going to end up putting my iPhone ten in a case, mm. so the case will uh, end up have acting a as a bezel, mm-hmm. so to speak. <laughs> Actually, do you, yeah. Do so. you think there'll there'll be cases out there that add bezel, add a, add a bezel. like <laughs> specifically <laughs> just to add a bezel? <laughs> so. Yeah, I think that's all happened for me. I mean, what's going to happen is Apple will keep the iPhone 8. They may even release an iPhone 8S next year. Oh. So that'll be the bezel line. classic. That's the bezel, the bezel line. line. Mm-hmm. I mean, the iPhone 6S is what, three years old now? Four years old? Three, yeah. I think. Is it three? Yeah. Three generations The, the, the ago, 6S yeah. is only two years old. Two years old, but like oh, three, three iPhone generations. Yeah. The 7 and the 8. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, and that'll eventually drop out. I, I could see them doing an upgrade to the SE, uh, similar to like how they upgraded the iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, and we did this. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we upgraded <laughs> it. I know yeah. it's been like five so years we're on the since website. we've upgraded it, but we've upgraded it because. Or the, uh, the Mac Pro. Right. <laughs> 
And then, you know, the eight eventually will become, you know, that's the bezel phone. That's the affordable <laughs> phone. So the eight down the line, it'll it, the eight will be there for a while. It'll be there for a while. And if you want a bezel, Apple's, that's Apple's solution. You want a bezel? There's an iPhone. Eight. <laughs> uh, Mike, you, you want a headphone jack? It's the iPhone SE or iPhone six. Mike, uh, you play in both worlds. Do, are you a, uh, a bezel guy? You know, it's funny when you look at a phone without a bezel, it's gorgeous. Like the Galaxy S8 or the or the Note 8, but you know, functionally, it doesn't really matter. Like once you get down to it, once you're actually sitting there and using it, like it doesn't it doesn't matter how big your bezel are. You're just staring at the screen. You're using it. So you know, like d- d- design wise, the the Note 8 is just gorgeous, and and I think it looks better than the than the iPhone 8 Plus. Do you think it looks but, better than the iPhone 10? In pictures, no, but I need to see it. Like I'm, I'm it. not sold on the notch yet. I mm-hmm. mean, we'll see. I, I need to because a lot of times, you know, you look at these things online and in presentations, and then you see it in person, and it's like, oh wow, mm-hmm. you know, like like you, I, I need to hold and I need to see it. I need to feel the glass back and and you know how thick it is, things like that. Um, but I, like I don't, I don't love that notch. I didn't like it when when Essential uh, released it. Uh, they, they that's a, that's an Android phone. Essential has a little tiny notch at the top of their screen for the camera as well. It's a real it's, ugly it's, notch. It's it's kind of silly looking, <laughs> but again, like once you start using it, all that stuff kind of disappears. Like you focus on the parts of the screen where your focus is, right. what, what what you're looking at, and your like the the bezels and the the notch and the buttons. All, like the, none of that stuff matters functionally. So I'm I don't I I think it's fine to keep small bezels. I my, my favorite phone right now is the is the LG V30. Which kind of splits the difference between the, the between the iPhone 8 and the, um, the the Note 8. There are bezels, but they're small, and um, you know I don't have to worry about accidentally holding the side of the screen, and I can't touch it now because of, because of the the, um, the the side finger thing didn't activate properly. You know I don't I don't having a little tiny bit to hold onto on the sides is fine. You know I don't think it's a it's it's a it's a huge deal. Yeah, I think it. Where it really comes into play is when it's like in your pocket. Yeah. You know, the how many times have we like seen, you know, seen somebody, you know, wearing a pair of jeans and you see this big giant triangle. I mean, there was that that picture of of uh, Tim Cook when he was visiting, I think, a factory or something. And somebody like said, he he must have the new iPhone because look at the tri- look at the rectangle yeah. in his pocket. And like you <laughs> zoomed in and you see the rectangle yeah. and it was <laughs> wasn't outline. as big as the uh, <laughs> iPhone iPhone uh, seven plus, or, or seven eight, plus. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It was, but it was a little smaller, mm-hmm. you know. So huh. I mean, it all comes down to you know, bezel-less is, is about carrying your phone in your pocket yeah. or in your purse or your backpack or wherever. I, that's why I really think. Well, it's, it's, see that it's that's about. what I thought too. I thought on the Android side, it would be like, oh, you know, you can get smaller sizes, but still the same screen. I, I see it yeah. going the other way. They're keeping the size, but just adding and more screen. screen. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, unfortunately, right. I don't see too much of the benefit. Uh, I, I I hope they circle back to that, but, yeah, um, yeah. iPhone. Yeah, the Note 8 has a 6.3-inch screen. It's it's massive. It's huge. Huge. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Leah, you like big phones? I w- you should, you should like handle the Note 8. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. I would too. <laughs> yeah. So, Leah, you... When you reviewed the phones, yes. we, we actually wanted to post a review earlier, but then Apple went and, went and released an update. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so you tested the phones with, so there's an 11.0.1 update, mm-hmm. and then that came out last week. Mm-hmm. And then this week they released an 11.0.2 update. Yep. And you tested with both those updates. Yes. 
So, so uh, the 11.0.2 update was supposed to address the um, crackly call issue. I wish I had experienced, well, I did not experience the crackly call, so I can't speak on like if this update actually fixed the problem because I luckily like didn't experience the the problem on yeah. either phones like call quality was as as good as ever um in terms of like the benchmark tests um it was I, I did there wasn't like a it was slightly better with 11.0.2 but not significantly better I should have just posted um both of those benchmarks mm. to compare that would have been hmm. interesting um but yeah on from what I saw uh it 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 offered like some speed improvements but nothing like you know wow that's amazing um and then was there another issue that 11.0.2 was supposed to work on i think it was mostly the call right it was mostly the call some bug fixes 11.0.1 was also mostly just bug fixes Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah just so, kind of normal, like cleanup. Right. I've been reading a yeah. lot of a lot of people on older phones, like not even not necessarily the seven, but um, like the six S or older iOS eleven has not been running well on those phones. Yeah, um, yeah. Seen, uh, my my battery life is pretty terrible. Yeah, I've with, seen on the, on the six on the six. Yeah, I've yeah. seen battery life tanking people like tanking on some people's phones or people's phones just like constantly freezing or randomly restarting. Um, I was like interacting on a Facebook thread with a friend from high school the other day who like had all of these problems and was so upset because she was like, I wish I could just go back to iOS 10. But Apple, I think yesterday, yeah. like released something where it's like, nope, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go back. So that, that's such a bummer because yeah. she probably and, and other people that have experienced these problems could have gotten like more life out of their phone had they not upgraded. But it's so hard to tell how your device is going to react to the new updates um there's a certain theory that says apple does these things on purpose so mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't think they're necessarily doing it on purpose but i mean the a11 bionic processor is obviously better and like able to handle more than whatever that was the success. That's the a nine. I can't remember if that one had a fancy name or not, but um, yeah, it's an iOS 11 is most likely optimized for the a 11 chip. So it will work on, on older devices, but maybe not to its like full capability unless you're on the eight or eight plus yeah, or uh, 10. F nominal uh, <laughs> over in the chat says, yeah, it's been slow for him. And, oh, that and I, I have a couple of uh, friends who are on sixes uh, and they, yeah, they said battery life shot and it's been, uh, they said it's been getting warmer uh, than, oh. than usual. So yeah, yeah I've, I've had, I've seen that too, that where the, the um, like particularly if it's updating apps or something, yeah, it will get warm. But like there are times when I'll look at my phone at like lunchtime and it says like 20%, like it's Yikes. really bad. Yeah. I mean, we do our best to like here at Macworld, we do our best to install the update on as many devices as we can and see how it, it works. But you know, your mileage is going to vary like depending on how right. long you've had your phone how you use your phone. Um, there are like so many variables. So uh, it it sucks that that happened. It does seem to be getting worse as the uh, iOS matures, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Like you would think that it would, they would care, not care, but you'd think that they would, it would run smoother as it gets more features. But 
Then that's not the case. Like they used to be where you updated and it was fine. And yeah. It seems like with each succeeding iOS release, the older phones just get hit harder and harder. Yeah. I find when I'm updating like whatever the like previous iPhone was. So like my seven, the seven came out when iOS 10 came out, putting my seven on iOS 11 wasn't really a big deal. Um, so normally going like one iOS release up is fine. I found when you're going to like two releases, that's when mm -hmm. you get a, like more of these issues of, yeah. of bugginess. Um, yeah. But still like that's, that's not acceptable. These phones are ex expensive and and the, the six is three around. generations. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I kind of expected maybe it would be a little sluggish, but the battery life is just terrible. It's just horrible. Like I can't even really use it in public. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. That's, um, my, that's my Apple Watch phone, essentially. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I just I just leave it home. <laughs> oh, and then you can because of the LTE. Right. So <laughs> yeah, There you go. Boom. Yeah. Um, another thing real quick about speaking of the phones getting hot. Um, some people have reported that uh, the phones get warm. The iPhone 8 and 8 Plus will get warm when you're using wireless charging. Um, I didn't really experience anything that was like, crazy warm or like wow that is remarkably hot but they can get a little toasty towards the end of their um their charge cycle i noticed that more on the eight rather than the eight plus the eight plus like stayed you know normal room temperature hmm. most of the time well, um, the eight got like a little toasty but again it wasn't like my hands on fire that it wasn't like that kind of toasty right. And uh, we also have not seen any issues of the swelling battery problem. Um, but is, is, is that wild. really an issue or is it just like, you know, a couple people out there? Well, we'll see. I mean, it's the phone has only been out for two weeks and it's a couple people. And yeah. I don't mean to like I don't want to like cause alarm or anything. But like the Samsung battery issue of last year, like kind of started with just a couple random people here. Yeah, and but there, the, and the Samsung was like literally exploding. These are yeah. just, well, like it's, and we yeah. haven't seen that yet. Yeah. And I actually went back and looked and last, this time last year for the iPhone seven, same thing, a couple of scattered reports of, oh, okay. of battery swelling. I mean, it, it happens. And until there's a solution for lithium ion batteries, this is, this is right. just a fact mm -hmm. of life. This is what they do. Yeah. I think maybe people are just more, uh, more worried about it because of the whole Samsung stuff. That's people a good are yeah. More, yeah. yeah. People are more weary And I think that it. definitely fuels the headlines, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, one of the main reasons why you might want to upgrade from a 7 to an 8 is the camera. It's the headphone jack. Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the headphone jack. Sit down. <laughs> and uh, earlier this week, we posted an article where Adam and Leah uh, worked on a story on some camera comparisons. And Adam, who's a photographer as well as a podcast producer and video <laughs> producer and just a jack of all trades, was uh, you were actually kind of pretty impressed by the camera. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I, I did a couple uh, stories. Uh, well, I'm working on another story. Uh, but yeah, this one was specifically, hey, you know, let's take the iPhone 7 Plus, which, you know, we have around, uh, compare it to the 8 Plus, you know, and, and kind of see, see if there's a, a huge upgrade because... Uh, I mean, to tell you the truth, I, I haven't been wowed uh, by, you know, I, iPhones of recent, uh, but this one was a huge upgrade. You know, uh, definitely go check out the video because that, uh, that's where I really dig into it. We had a, uh, we hired a, a model, uh, Valeria. She, she was uh, very great to work with. And, you know, we went through a bunch of different tests of color and clarity, uh, even the, the portrait mode and the new portrait lighting stuff. So 
yeah, we, we kind of dug into it and, and I was surprised. I, I was very surprised by like how much, uh, how much it was different. And I think a lot of it, uh, comes down to the, the new ISP that had, they had in the, the chip, you know, it was kind of their own custom made ISP, um, which, you know, allows them to take the photo and, you know, kind of process it in a way that's like, oh, here, you know, here's where the natural colors should be. Here's, you know, here's how we take multiple exposures and kind of stitch them together for, for the most clarity. You know, they, they did have new lens color filters and such like that. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of it was just down to computational, uh, you know, powerhouse yeah I, I i was pleased with it well what about you 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 went to disneyland and used it yeah Leah, what do you think i mean i used it there and i used it just you know random shots throughout my testing and stuff and i've had the seven plus for a year i i think that camera is great so i was like i mean just looking at the specs between the seven plus and the eight plus it, spec wise like it's pretty much the same um as adam, as almost any phone at this yeah. point yeah but adam you said they upgraded it's like sony lens or process what it what was yeah, the sony it, fix it, there it, it's a new sony processor mm-hmm. that has like uh, uh they called it deeper pixels uh, you know which <laughs> is is a bud, buzzword but you know they're essentially letting more light in it's it's more sensitive to light and color uh you know but it, it's you know it, yeah uh, i i think it's that but i think uh, you know a lot of it is the the computational side, you know, the, mm-hmm. the more they know how to kind of stitch these photos together. Cause it's not just one shot anymore. They're taking multiple shots. Right. They're stitching together stuff, you know, HDR is kind of, you know, a word that gets thrown around, but at the same time, that, that's kind of what all of the camera phones do now that stitch together multiple shots of information. So, Yeah. So in my like unprofessional, <laughs> untrained eye, I like was like, I don't even know if I'll really be able to tell the difference in my shots, but like I could. So and it wasn't it wasn't anything that made me be like, wow, the seven plus like that camera sucks. It's just that like on the eight plus things are a little bit more vibrant. You can just see a little bit more detail um, because of the A11 processor, like every you could take photos at a much like it, things were firing at a quicker pace, like things were the autofocus was kicking in a little bit more efficiently than it did on the seven plus. I mean, um, especially in low light, I, yeah. I found the autofocus like super quick, mm-hmm. w- w- you know, which is a, an advantage of the new chip, uh, the the new sensor as well. But yeah, I, I was like, wow, this is this is accurate and fast in, in real deep, you know. In real uh, dark areas, like <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was happy with that. And you still get some level of like graininess and noise and stuff in low light environments. At least, it happens. yeah. But it wasn't. It's only if you're like really zooming in, are you going to notice that? Um, so yeah, I, it's kind of unfair to compare the eight plus to the eight in terms of like camera ability. The eight's camera is. Good. Well, um, I mean, it's the same exact camera. It yeah. just doesn't have the second lens. It doesn't lens. have the, yeah. the second lens. So um, depending on the kind of photos you want to be taking with your phone, if you're just like a super casual photographer, um, the eight's going to be fine and you'll like the results that you have. If you uh, are like a bit more serious about it, but, you know, just want something uh, that's not super on the professional level, but that's better that offers a bit more like 
options than the standard, then the 8 Plus is a really, really, really great option. Well, and I think a lot of people like being able to zoom in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because a lot of people don't realize, hey, you know, when you take a, a photo with the 8, uh, you know, and then kind of like pinch to zoom or whatever, you know, it's you're just taking all that information and expanding it. You're not yeah. really getting a better photo. So that's why you get a telephoto lens. It was funny. I had a, uh, uh, I, I went to a wedding, uh, my stepsister's wedding a couple months ago and I, I took a photo and my mom grabbed it and she, you know, I was like, Hey, check out this great shot. And then she, she, she pinched a zoom and she's like, that would have been even better. I, I like photos like that, you know, essentially saying like, Hey, mm-hmm. I wished you would have zoomed in. So, you know, I, I, I think the, the zoom in is, is definitely, uh, you know, a big step up for a lot of people, but I'm interested to hear, did you try the port, the new portrait Ooh, lighting I sure stuff? did. Yeah. And what do you think? Not, uh, not so great. <sighs> I mean, it's okay. I think, I think like you, the, it was like studio light and contour light were good depending on like certain settings, but yeah. not necessary. I didn't notice like a huge difference between just the natural portrait lighting and what yeah. these other two options offered um cannot figure out when (laughs) like because on the demo when we saw the new portrait lighting features the demo of stage light and studio light which kind of like how would you best well, describe it, it, that? It, it's yeah, like it's the a black background stage light kind of. and stage light mono. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. essentially saying, hey, you know, uh, you're putting a spotlight on somebody and everything else is black, you know, as if they were on a stage and and you just want everyone to focus on that. I kind of did the same thing. I, I looked at Apple's YouTube channel and they had some videos like, sh- you know, showing off, oh, well, here, here's some cool people doing some cool stuff with this stuff. And I was just like, those those were like, well, number one, the model had r- real short hair. Uh, you know, because you know they they didn't want to show that off. You, uh, you mentioned uh, that the that the portrait modes struggle with hair, right? I mean, they they always have, okay. and, and they always will. I so think, that's why you know. the short haired bottle, like yeah, yeah. So so that's an important thing to point out. Okay. <laughs> so that uh, and then the yeah they they were switching to the it, it was it was you know uh, a guy and a girl taking photos on the street, you know, and just having fun, and he switched over to the the stage light. Uh, you know, and you could see it in real time, obviously. And, you know, it's like, okay, in that situation, it looked good. But it, in in my testing, and it sounds like yours, every, every kind of lighting, every kind of situation I tried to throw at it, it all just looked like a big joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every it, time I saw it, I was like, what? It was just really cheesy. Uh, People's faces were often just like too washed out. Um, <laughs> it would like leave, it would crop around the face. But if like, someone's hand was in the way there would sometimes be some of the background would still like kind of be there that didn't quite get like faded out. Um, well, and especially if you have hair yeah. and it, it's, it's having a hard time distinguish between what's the background mm-hmm. and what should be black and what's the, what you're focusing on and should be in focus. Then the hair, you know, is just in this weird area where either it blacks it out and makes it look like you have like a, you know, an indent on your head or you still see color and, or, you know what I mean, stuff from the background uh, tangled within the hair. So it's, yeah. I, I, I like what they're doing. You know, they're, they're taking all that information and having fun with it. But at the same time, like this, this was not, I, I was like, come on guys. Like it, I expect a little more. We will <laughs> say for now it well, is in beta. Yeah. So it is a work in progress. Well, but that's it what they said improve. about the, the portrait mode. And even though that was in beta, that was great. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I didn't see too many changes from beta to, to actual it, release. It's just gotten like a bit more, uh, 
like accurate at figuring out what to focus on right away, I think. And well, blurring out the well background. Not, not just that, but also like they added in a couple features, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of like being able to save both the photos and you know what I mean? Like there's, they, they, they added a couple little tweaks uh, yeah. in that department. So I love just the regular, like the natural light on portrait oh, mode. So yeah. where you find all of these oh. things, if you have the eight plus um, and you launch your camera app, if you're going through the different like, options for capturing video and photo at the bottom of the screen stop on portrait and then a little wheel will pop up with all of your different options so natural light is the what is the like standard portrait mode and then you have all of these other like lighting options to choose from yeah the natural light portrait mode option is great uh so i love I, it i love I, it i didn't maybe maybe i'll add it in i didn't post these photos because um i did like a like a um some like test engagement photos for two of my friends that just got engaged and we were at Disneyland. Aww. So I took some super cheesy photos of them, like in front of the castle and just around the park. <laughs> and they were so happy with how those photos turned out. They were like astonished that an iPhone could do that. They looked like, and listen, I am not a photographer. Yes, I just are. want my things to look good now for my are. Insta stories. Like I don't <laughs> care about any of these things. And I was, you know, I was really happy with how they turned out and they were like just blown away. They, they looked like professional. So well, the, and- uh, the, the portrait lighting that you can't do that after the fact, right? That's you, you have to select which one you want before you snap the photo. You can actually, you can. yeah. Oh, you can, um, oh, you can okay. work with any of them in real time. Um, and that might help you. Like if you really want to play around with stage light or stage light mono, it would probably help to be using that one in real time. So you can yeah. see what it looks like. Um, but you can apply any of these after the okay. fact. Well, and, and like. save multiple versions. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was really nice. Uh, we have a question in chat. Um, uh, sorry, I'm having a problem over here, so I, I don't see the guy's name. Uh, but he's asking about video improvements. Uh, I didn't really test the video. I, uh, Dan does a lot of our video testing, but uh, he, he didn't get a chance to, to do it with this one. I mean, iPhones have always been, pro, you know, great at video, mm-hmm. good stabilization. Yep. Like I... I don't see anything too different. If anything, uh, you know, you're going to see the improvements in in color accuracy and stuff like that uh, on the video side as well. So, and it can now capture 4K video. Um, so if you have a, it never. I think last did it well, was 4K it, new it, last it's, uh, it's 60 frames per second. Right. The, oh, the frame oh, the high frame rate 4K. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The frame yeah. Um, yeah, I shot a couple of videos, but I mean, yeah, like the stabilization is still great. That was new, or that was that came out with the seven plus, I think, or they had made some improvements last year that are similar to this year's. Um, the slow mo feature is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you just like record a video in slow motion and then it picks the part to like highlight in slow-mo so it plays back to you regular and then kind of like slows down in certain parts yeah it's cool um yeah it's it's great from from what i saw does the portrait mode work on the on the facetime camera no or is it only it's only yeah yeah okay so that that's and that's the last thing i'll say about this stuff is that i i want to call apple out on uh gating hardware you know gating hardware features for different size phones uh i there's people who want a smaller phone uh but still want a dual lens system yeah uh or they're you know to have uh only ois in the iphone 10 
uh, on the telephoto lens is is BS. Yeah. Uh, also, the the dual lens setup on, is only on the ten, so you can do portrait mode on the ten, but you can on none of the eight. So to 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 delineate all of those features and say, oh no, this is only for the upgraded people. Yeah. Guess what? Some people want a smaller phone, but right. they still want the awesome features. Like that 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 is unacceptable and, and always has been. Like they they should be on parity. Here, here. Um, yeah. yeah. And especially now that we have, it kind of made sense last year with the 7 because it was like the the 7 Plus was the premium phone and then the 7 was the intro phone. But now that we have the 10, which is the premium phone, like why couldn't you at least like even things out between the 8 and the 8 Plus a bit more? Well, but I also, I mean, it's not a, it's not, it's not a premium thing. You know, people want smaller phones, but they mm-hmm. still want it to be premium, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, you know, I, I, I think that's a horrible argument, uh, you know, because, yeah, it, it's, it's not, I don't, I, I don't think it's just a premium thing. It should be, hey, no, all these phones are going to have all the awesome features. The only difference is going to be the size. Uh, you, you pick the size, all the features are the same. Mm. Uh, yeah, and why does like why does a big screen equal premium? Like, yeah, what that's it, true. There's just no reason. I for think that. maybe that's why because of the price difference. Maybe Apple is like, well, we'll give the Plus some extra features to yeah, like maybe justify mm-hmm. the the big price difference. I don't know. This is all speculation, but I agree. Yeah, you know, I agree that the the smaller phone should give be give just, the small phone some love. Yeah. Give the small phone some love, especially in the portrait mode. I mean, I, I love doing the portrait mode mm-hmm. stuff it's yeah it's fun it's awesome it's really fun so so uh our leia's review of the iphone 8 and the 8 plus is up on the MacWorld site right now go check so it out go mm-hmm. check it out and yeah. check out adam's um camera shootout between the 7 plus and the 8 plus yes. nah, yeah. nah every, everybody everybody on youtube <laughs> saying i don't know what i'm talking about yeah. so don't worry about <laughs> it <laughs> we also have an article that compares the specs between the iphone 8 and the iphone 10 and if anyone's interested still making a buying decision uh one so question for adam hey that's me How, how does it compare to the LG G6, which is your favorite smartphone camera in the whole entire oh, world? Oh, I can't, I can't tell you, I can't tell you that. The, I'm still <laughs> working on the, uh, uh, the, the article on that one, but I'll, I'll say, I, you know, I, I like this phone. <laughs> I, 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 I had a hard time. Uh, you know, I'm an Android guy, and and I'll, I'll never go back to iOS. But man. Yeah, I really like this camera. Nah, can't do it. <laughs> well, we'll we'll have that article. Yeah, that that article will also here. be listed on on MacWorld, but it's so going to be for that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, moving on, uh, if anyone is interested, well, I'm sure there are. But uh, Mike Simon's been working on a Apple Watch Series Three review, which will actually post tomorrow, I think. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Uh, and Apple released an update to Watch OS. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about the update? Yeah, this is the one we've all been waiting for since we read the first round of Apple Watch Series 3 reviews. This fixes the problem with um, the watch trying to connect to to unauthenticated uh, Wi-Fi networks. Yay! So it so it doesn't stop your your watch from from uh, connecting into LTE. I um. I solved that problem um, when I first got the watch by by um, clearing my iPhone network preferences and going to my Mac and getting rid of a bunch of networks. So I can't speak to whether or not um, it'll solve that problem for people who hadn't done that. 
But I will say that I, I had a couple of small issues. Um, one was when I would leave my house and I was on a call, um, switching to my watch, which is probably something you wouldn't do all that often, but it, it would, it would persistently drop the call and I, and then I'd have to, I'd have to reinitiate the call once I left my Wi-Fi and, and cooked up to LTE. It does not fix that, that I tried hmm. that out this morning and that was still an issue. And, um, the other issue I have is when I have one bar on my phone, areas that I know are really poor service in my neighborhood, my watch just um, drops it like it like it doesn't hang on. And I, I tried that, too, and it didn't fix that as well. So there's still a couple of nagging issues with LTE that um, this issue, um, this update doesn't fix. But this is a 4.0.1 update. So it's specifically for that one issue. Yeah. So if you, if you have other things, it's probably not going to clear clear those things up until 4.1. Micah, I only have one question concerning yes. the uh, Apple Watch review. Uh, when you were taking phone calls, yes or no, did you feel like Dick Tracy? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I did use headphones a lot, but when I use my wrist, yeah, I mean, it's, right? it's, it's, hard, it's, it's, it's hard not to, particularly <laughs> when you know your phone's not there. It, it's, it's pretty cool. I really like the Apple Watch Series 3, as you'll read tomorrow. Um, like I said, a couple of issues with LTE is not perfect, but um, I understand it's a it's a Gen A product. Um, you know, this will improve, but this is definitely this is in my mind um, where this is the first real independent Apple Watch. This is the device that Apple wanted to release from the beginning. You you mean and, you can uh, you can set it up without a phone or a computer? You can you 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 do need a phone. <laughs> oh now, wait, now. so it's not truly independent then. It's independent once you, get, <laughs> once you set it up. Hey, that was a big thing when the, then the, when they said uh, you know you could activate an iPhone without a computer. I remember yes, that. That was, was that was yeah. a big thing. PC so I'm, free, they called. Yeah, I'm 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 waiting for the watch that doesn't have to activate with a phone, and then I'll buy one. I'm just yeah, kidding, and I'm also out. you know you also have to install apps on the phone. You know, so there, it's you definitely absolutely need to have a phone. But it's it's um it's much more of an independent device than it was previously, <laughs> and you can use it for long stretches with your phone being nowhere near you. Nice, nice. So yeah, tomorrow uh, Mike's review will post that tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. Um, there is no camera shootout though. Sorry, yeah, we don't have a camera <laughs> shootout for that one. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, be on the lookout for Mike's review. If you have any comments or questions about the the uh, Apple Watch Series 3, let us know <clears throat> on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, I have an interesting, a quick quick little aside story. Sure. My, uh, I, I bought my dad a, uh, a gold Apple Watch, not the, not the edition, like the gold-colored Apple Watch when, when, <laughs> when he retired um, last February. That's nice of you. Yeah, um, that's, thank you. <laughs> so earlier this year, he, he calls me up and he says, my, my watch won't, you know, I, I, I can't get it to work. So he, he brought it up to uh, when he visited and I checked it out and I told him it was, you know, he, he, was, he was stuck in a loop huh. where, you know, the, the Apple yeah. symbol kept showing and it wouldn't get out of that loop. And oh, then yeah. eventually the battery just died and it wouldn't charge. He finally took it to an Apple store last week. And they <laughs> told him it was a software issue and that they would fix it for him. And uh, two days later, they called and they said it was ready. So we showed up to pick it up and they said, okay, that'll be $200. <gasps> and he said, what? Um, <laughs> what do you mean? And they said, well, we looked at it and, they, and it's, it's not a hardware issue. I mean, I'm sorry, it, it's not a software issue. It was, it was a hardware issue. So we gave you a new watch 
and there's a $200 charge for that. Whoa. And yeah. So thankfully he was, you know, persistent enough and he said, well, I'm not paying $200 and I also want my watch back because <laughs> it was a gift from my son. Yeah. Aww. And um, so they talked to a manager and they said, okay, we'll just give it to you. Just take it, and, wow. you know, no, no, no charge. And, you Jeez. know, but, you know, two things about that. One, it's, it's a little messed up that they didn't call him and tell yeah, him. Yeah, that's very absolutely. But number two, you know, kudos to Apple for taking care of it and not keep making a whole scene out of it and not charging him the money and giving him his watch. And, you know, oh. you know, there are other stores that would have been, you know, like, no, you're not, you, we're not giving it to you unless you pay us. So, mm-hmm. you know, at huh. least they took care of it. Whoa. Huh. Wow. And, and is, does he like it? Is it working well now? Yeah, he, he installed WatchOS 4 and he loves the uh, Pixar face. So yes. He's, <laughs> he's nice. a your dad of, should be, of, of we should hang out. <laughs> But that's a, actually a good uh, moral of the story is when it comes to Apple, Apple support and Apple service. Never let down. Don't let down. <laughs> eventually, the, I think more, I've heard more stories than not of them actually relent, relenting and letting the consumer. They're more interested yeah. in making the consumer happy. Oh, good. But yeah, that kind of service bait and switch, that, that's, not, yeah. that's not cool. They should have called yeah. and said, hey, we found the problem. It's this. Yeah. Right. And fix Particularly it, when you be... can buy a new watch for two hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, 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 that's yeah. better than the one that he has. Yeah, you know, for two hundred bucks, because his is a it's a Series Zero, because it was oh. you know, the time. so it's it's not even the new processor. I don't think it's is it Series Zero because the Gold wasn't an option when it first came. Oh, out. was it? Did so I it get series, series One? one. Maybe, maybe I did. Yeah, I might have. Because you, you might be right. I would have absolutely <laughs> gotten a Gold one if that was available <laughs> when I bought my Series Zero. So. <laughs> Okay, maybe maybe it was a series <laughs> one, but still he could have gotten maybe for another hundred dollars got a got a series three. You know, right. two hundred bucks is a lot to pay for totally. a watch that's yeah. a couple years old. Yeah. Well, that's some good advice. To, uh, thanks, thanks for bringing yeah. that up. So, yeah. Be, be so, persistent you know, if they be persistent to at the Apple Store. <laughs> get what you want. So, uh, but moving on. Uh, there was actually a Google event yesterday. We okay, it's great, great to see you. Yeah, we'll we'll see you later. We're, on we're, the MacWorld podcast, we're going to talk about <laughs> Google. And I wanted to bring it up because it was an interesting event. This was, for those of you who don't know, Apple, or I'm sorry, Google, uh, had an event yesterday. Uh, and uh, Mike Simon was very much involved in the coverage of that event. Uh, Adam and, was too. Yeah. Well, I so, was there. Oh, and, yeah. And Adam was there too. He was shooting video. So, and... And uh, just wondering what you guys thought of the event. So, Adam, what was the main takeaway of this particular event for you? What was the big, big reveal, the big thing that made an impression on you? Uh, I mean, one of the, I, I'd say the biggest thing other than AI, like whatever, they've been pushing this whole, you know, AI first thing uh, for a while. But I think they're finally getting on like a design parody, you know, where, hey, they've got you know, a handful of, of uh, different kind of product lines between a, a Chromebook and a, uh, you know, uh, home speakers and phones and stuff like that. And they're, they're all, the design feels like they all fit together, which is, which is nice. You know, it's like a one, one big family that, that they're kind of like trying to push. So uh, I liked that. Uh, what, what about you, Mike? What, what I thought was interesting was, um, speaking of design, that you know, they they don't Google doesn't seem to be focusing on the outward appearance of its products as much as Apple, like mm-hmm. not anywhere near as much. I mean, the the Pixel Two is a nice phone, but there's big chunky bezels, and 
even on the Pixel XL, you know, it's still it's it's not the um, the the Galaxy S8 Plus by any stretch. There's no Infinity display. It's a it's a nice phone. What Google is really doing is focusing on the internals, and when, most most importantly, the the software. And it struck me just how far ahead of Apple it is with AI and with um, machine learning. I mean, the uh, Google Assistant and these products, it, it, it can do things that Siri cannot even come close to doing. That that demo that they showed of the ear the earbuds uh, translating in, in real time was just like mind mind blowing. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Siri can't even come close to doing that. <laughs> yeah, just for the audience who didn't pay attention to the Google event, so Google oh, yeah, does sorry. have their own wireless. They're not true wireless because there's a wire connecting the two earbuds, but they have their well, own. Well, it's just cloth. Right. Yeah. They're the, called Pixel Buds. Yeah. They're yeah. the same price as, as the AirPods. Yeah. So they have their own wireless AirPods. And then, but the demo that they showed was um, basically doing translation between one person speaking English and another person. Was she speaking Swedish? Or, oh, I don't remember. But yeah, she wasn't speaking English. So she basically used the Ear, the the I can't remember the Google earphones. Yeah, the, Pix, Pixel, Pixel buds. Well, actually, I, I, I actually don't think yeah. it's Pixel buds. I think it's just Google buds, isn't it? No, did, I think it's did they have the Google Pixel buds, moniker? Yeah. Google, See, Google Pixel. I, remember, yeah, I think it's. I, I'm, uh, hold on, let me look. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah, they use the Google, Google Pixel buds. The, the oh, okay. Google buds. You know, to to hear the other person speak and then provide a translation through the phone, and then the person would speak the Google Buds would hear it and then provide a translation for the other person to hear. So it was really slick, and it made me kind of cool. go, that should have been what the AirPod demo was. <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, Apple's so into their music thing that they kind of, to me, that when when App AirPods came out, I was kind of like, all right, yeah, it's wireless earphone, AirPods. You know. But this is what, this was what they sh- Apple should have done, and this is what Apple should be doing. And it made me kind of go... Oh, that's where the puck is now. Because Apple always uses metaphors skating to the puck. They mm-hmm. even mentioned it in their last event. And the puck, I think Apple is misdirected as to where the puck is now. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The puck is somewhere else. And they Apple thinks it's over here, but it's really way over there. And Google's closer to that puck than Apple. Well, because, I, yeah, yeah, I think Apple, you know, I was trying to describe to a friend yesterday, you know, where, where Google's really focusing on AI and software, machine learning. Uh, you know, Apple's still very much in the material design and, and, and product-based kind of yeah. stuff. Um, you know, and, and funny side, back on the, uh, the design stuff, uh, I can't remember who I was watching. Was some, some, somebody's coverage on YouTube uh, was saying, like, uh, the, the Pixel line and family design is kind of feels like... Uh, um, uh, you, you, uh, I can't think of the word you utilitarian is that is that a word yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and it feels like the ikea design right, right, right. Of, of phones very you know basic and right, right. you know nothing special but yeah i think it's it's two different approaches and i you know i and they even showed it in the photography you know the they're saying hey we're going to do one lens but because we yeah. can do all this computational uh stuff on the back end it's gonna it's gonna make up in software uh what other people are trying to do in hardware you know my my hands-on little thing that that, that we did over on pc world uh, it wasn't mine i did it with the with john uh phillips our editor-in-chief you know it, it wasn't it wasn't quite there yet i know the phone hasn't been released but you know like 
Yeah, I, I, there, there's something to it, but some sometimes you know hardware needs to to be there. You know, like it needs to be a mixture of both. I, I don't think either one of them can stand out without the other. Uh, but also, I, I don't think either company has got that perfect mixture yet. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Google, in many ways, is follow is trying to do what Apple does. You know, it wants to create its own ecosystem. It's creating yeah. its own line of products because it sees that Apple has a great amount of success at doing that. Uh, at the same time, they have this own thing. You know, they, they have a huge advantage because of Google. You know, because of the search. So they gather all this data. They can create. They can do work on AI and things like that. So they have a huge advantage where Apple has to do other things to to get there, to you know, to do their AR research, to do their AI research. So it's a little bit of a different challenge. You know, Apple gets criticized a lot on a different train of thought. Apple, the, the design of the iPhones have been kind of criticized because they're getting a little long in the tooth. And, you know, the iPhone 10 is sort of, been sort of this new design, a, a way of new design. And that's even been criticized a little bit because of the notch or whatever. And one of the ways you can kind of overcome some of these design flaws is with software, you know. And has has iOS progressed as much as maybe we would like it to or even Apple has liked it to? I don't know. You know, I know Siri hasn't. I know Siri because I, I, I've written about how much I've struggled with Siri you know, like in my high Sierra review, I always talk about how Sierra or Siri misunderstands me a lot. And for the longest time, I always thought, it's my fault. It's my fault. And then yesterday when I saw this demo, I thought, well, maybe it's not my fault. <laughs> maybe it's Siri. You know, maybe yeah. it is more Siri's fault. Maybe it's more Apple's fault, you know, that they're not doing enough work on things like Siri and other mm-hmm. aspects of their software to be to make their products feel more advanced and to overcome some of the criticisms that and they, they don't care about the criticisms, they really don't care. But but go ahead, Mike. But but uh, then again, we were saying that about AR six months ago, and then they dropped AR Kit and just blew our minds. Yeah, yeah. Apple does a lot of work when That's we're true. not watching. Apple's not so, as transparent as Google. Yeah. Google so, does a lot of its iterating in public, and they'll right. release you know small updates to assist in and. Maybe Apple is working on this massive Siri machine learning neural upgrade that we'll see next year, yeah. and we'll say, okay, fine. Now they're on. All of a sudden, it's it's a it's a it's a level playing field. Or maybe in time for the HomePods release. Maybe that too. That yeah. would be like that's so soon that probably mm-hmm. not. But yeah. that would be quite the surprise. Yeah, it's a little surprising that we haven't heard much about Siri in a while mm-hmm. from Apple. Right. Like, there's nothing new. It does the same things that it did. Well, it has a new year. voice. <laughs> yeah, new voice, like maybe slightly yeah, faster, but in terms of like what right. it can just capabilities. Do. I mean, Google yeah. showed off yeah. those those routines where you can just say, "Hey, hey, Google, good night," and it turns on your your uh, ca- your motion camera, it shuts off your lights, it sets your right. alarm. Like that's and your nest thermostat, next, next level stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My 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 bet is that Siri. I mean, Siri needs to move forward once they start doing this home stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. that, that that like. To be able to to you know do the natural dictation when it's on your phone and it's right there or with your headset you know or even your Mac it's right there, but uh, you know like I, I a lot of times I'm still blown away when either I'm talking to Alexa or, or my Google Home you know from from 20 feet away and it can hear me clearly 
you know, and understand, you know, what I want to do, like things like that, you know, like it it needs to push forward when it's going to try to really go into your home. Well, Uh, speaking of Google Home, Google showed yesterday a direct competitor to the HomePod. Yeah. Which is a more expensive competitor to the HomePod. Right. Is it Google Home Max? Is that what they call it? Max. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a weird name, but it's a weird name. (laughs) Yeah. So this is also a, a video of, of Diplo hanging out with his friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the, the max is what makes it max, I guess, is that it's more, it competes with like Sonos as well. And these other home yeah. audio systems where it's supposed to offer, it's built for playing music and it's supposed to offer, you know, this great quality sound that, you know, designed to fill a room and things like that, which is what the HomePod it was. Yeah, that yeah. was its angle. That it was, uh, you know, a speaker that also happened to be a digital assistant. I, I'll say one one so, little thing that that I liked when I saw it uh, was that you can put them in stereo pairs. Uh, you know, so they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hey, you could either have one or you can set them up in in a stereo." It'll cost pair. you eight hundred dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's it's three ninety nine. It's fifty dollars more than the HomePod. When the HomePod was announced, people were complaining about the price because they were putting it in this perspective of, "Well, this is what Google Home costs, and this is what Alexa costs." Yeah. But really, I mean, it's so, yeah, it's competing, like you said, with Sonos and right. other, other home theater right. setups. So, Sonos came out with a two hundred dollar uh, speaker yesterday that does Alexa now and will do Assistant and Siri in the future. So that's kind of you know merging all of them into yeah. one. I mean, and Sonos yeah. is you know I have a whole Sonos system and their sound quality is unsurpassed. Yeah, my 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 parents got a, a Sonos system and they're they're not too techy. Uh, but they love being yeah. able to control it and, it's, and do it's the Sonos stuff. Sonos is of kind it. of the Apple of the home theater. I mean, it's it's awesome how easy it is and how great it sounds. Yeah, my my guess is that all these companies are going to have a real hard time keeping up with Sonos. Uh, you know, especially yeah. if people yeah, are for, already for invested. Bucks, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So there there was that. There was the, and they also came out with what was the other version of the home. The smaller the, the home mini, oh, the mini, which they gave everyone at the event too. So I, oh, I, I got to take one home. I, I set it up in my bathroom because I, I now I have three <laughs> home assistants, but I was missing one in my bathroom for listening mm. to music. So okay, yeah. Google buy toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, <so>. right. <laughs> Can he hear you in the shower if you're like change songs? I, I haven't tried that yet. Oh. Uh, I did not shower last night. Spoiler. Gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I got to say the just yeah, the audio quality on those small kind of pug yeah. devices are I, I mean, I like that it's there and, mm-hmm. and it's an option, like a small option if you need it. But that's for the I, assistant. It's more assistant yeah. focused. I, I like the. I, I use my home stuff for music yeah. for most of the time, and I, I like the bigger guys because they have far superior sound yeah. systems. So, and then there was the Pixel Two, and Mike, what did you think about the the Pixel Two? Um, the, the original pixel is, you know, still a year later, one of the best Android phones you can buy. And the, the main reason is because of, it has an, has an iOS like level of integration with Android that you don't get on any other phone really. I mean, everyone, all the, you know, Samsung and, and LG and they all kind of put their twist on Android and they do their best, but Google controls the end to end experience. So the pixel two you know, it, I haven't used one yet, but it looks as though it's it's like it's like iOS and the iPhone. 
It's um, it's it's Android Oreo. It has has cool new features that are exclusive to the Pixel. It has a you know a new a new launcher with with some with some new stuff. And Google is basically saying, listen, if you want the best possible Android experience, this is the phone you need to get. What what's interesting is that it's not like a pretty phone, for the lack of a better word. It's yeah. it's an okay phone. It's fine. Yeah, it just, it's, it's the IKEA of phones. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna blow you away when you walk into a store and pick one up like the uh, like the Galaxy S8 Plus did. But it's a it's a nice enough phone. The screen looks great, and it has a it's packed with you know a bunch of cool stuff that um you know and it's gonna get great battery life and you know it's it will sell. I don't think it's gonna sell like Google wants it to still because a it's tied to Verizon and b they're, yeah. they're yeah. probably gonna have trouble well, making Verizon them again. Only, right. Verizon yeah. only. Well, they do yeah, have well, an unlocked version. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. That's so annoying. Why why are they doing that? I bet Verizon's Verizon paying. Pays them a bunch yeah. of money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was, you know, wondering if there yeah. was some performance or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something tied to their network yeah. so or something. Is yeah. there a big price difference between what Verizon sells it for mm-hmm. and then if you buy it unlocked? I mean, Verizon right now is like uh giving discounts if you trade in and stuff oh, like okay. that where, you know, they unlocked your your But not. Google has their own Yeah, yeah. So, you know, no. you can get different deals. Okay. What was the pricing on the Pixel 2? It's 650 uh, and 850. Yeah. 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 64 gigs it starts at. So, and then I, what's the higher capacity? 128 for 100 dollars more. Okay. So it's still, you know, if you buy 128 Pixel 2 XL, it's a hundred, it's 950 dollars. I mean, it's not a cheap phone yeah. at all. But they they give they gave a great dig at Apple yesterday because <laughs> yeah. uh, for in their mind, storage isn't as big of a deal because they're offering free right. unlimited uh, um, photo. Uh, photo and video storage in in their their Google Photos cloud, which I use and it, it's yeah. it's amazing. Uh, and it's the original um, quality. It's not compressed at all. Yeah, yeah. Right. Original quality, not compressed, as many copies as you want. Uh, and they had a, like a little uh, sizzle reel where, you know, people were out like, you know, shooting photos, shooting video. And then the music stopped and a, and a pop, an app, an iOS pop up came up and said, yeah, oh, yeah. your storage is full. And like right. you heard a guy be like, Oh, and then they're like, ah, never mind. You've got, you know, unlimited cloud storage. You don't need to yeah. worry about I that. I think yeah. they've used that commercial before. I've, yeah. I, I yeah, missed that the was event on the yesterday. Pic- the original Pixel too. Well, there was but, also yeah. the shot of the girl taking a bite from an apple. Oh, I didn't pick that, pick so, that up. That was the Pixel, the, the little introduction video. Yeah. Another dig at Apple was when they said that we don't restrict hardware to uh, larger phones. Yes. You know, it's the exact same features other than the screen. Except except for except for the bezel thing, which you know I was like, wait, you're you're saying don't you know change the features, but the 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 screen and the bezel is different on the smaller and the yeah, bigger the, one. Yeah, the, so. the design's a little bit yeah. different. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, the, but in, in terms of cameras, the they're all the, the same. Just, yeah, 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 exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because they were ta- at the same time while they were digging at Apple, there were some things that were very Apple esque, like. Like at the end when they were showing the product family, and it looked like a Apple type product yeah. shot of yeah. like you know the product family. You know, there's Apple has similar shots of that all over their website. Oh yeah, and then there was the at the, at the end he the I forget the guy's name, but he said, "Oh, and we have one more product." Oh, which was no, really the we have one more thing. <laughs> Which yeah. was, and the guy was wearing a black T-shirt. He was actually, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> so, and I was kind of like, oh, that's the one more thing. <laughs> so I saw these all these like parallels mm-hmm. to what Apple yep. events and stuff. So, 
in a way, you know, at this while they're taking cues from Apple, at the same time they are attacking. You know, they're going after their market, and you know, and you know, Apple does the same thing with Google. Yeah, let's be honest. Apple does. The it's same kind of thing, fun. So. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's fun. So. Uh, but it's interesting. One, one interesting thing I noticed this morning was on Google's um, store site, the Android Watch is gone completely. Like oh. it's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. They, they they have their own products. And if, if you go to if you specifically go to the Android Wear site, if you remember it, you can get there and nothing's in stock anymore. So huh. I don't know if that means that Android Wear is, is uh, I hope is it's gone. not. Or if maybe a Pixel Watch is on the, is in the works mm, at they, some they, point. They would have uh, announced it. They would have announced it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, certainly not this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Android Wear lovers, you might be in for a rocky Aww. ride going forward because I don't know if Google's going <laughs> to support it too much. Google well, has a habit of doing that where they they just drop products for no really explainable reason. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. So, if if any of our viewers, uh, listeners, have any thoughts about uh, anything we've talked about today, the iPhone eight, the Apple Watch Series three. Uh, stuff that Google did yesterday. Uh, let us know in the Facebook comments and on Twitter. And about, I think that wraps it up for this week's show. I'd like to thank Adam, our producer. Hey, uh, I'm glad to be here, but you'll probably get Dan back next week. So, yeah. <laughs> and then Mike over in Connecticut. Connecticut. Hello. <laughs> like, thank you for joining. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get that right for some reason. <laughs> and Leah, our managing editor, thank you very much. Thank you for doing the review as a great job of course thank you roman <laughs> and uh thank i'd like to thank the audience for your participation for joining us today join us next week next week we'll be at our regular time which was wednesdays at 10 o'clock pacific one o'clock eastern time so again what about london london is <laughs> eight hours ahead of us <laughs> i don't know so that is Six o'clock. Math sucks. So, <laughs> uh, so six o'clock in the UK. I believe that's if, that, if I'm correct. I believe they're eight hours ahead of us. But anyways, yeah. Next week we'll be on our regular t- time schedule. So uh, that again, Wednesdays at ten o'clock Pacific. Uh, hope you can join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Thank you very much. See ya. Bye.